Jonathan Lifeite on the line now with GoJackets.com. Good afternoon, Jonathan. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're doing well and always appreciate the time. Just uh, uh, the news came out oh, about an hour and a half ago that uh, Jay Bat has made the announcement that the uh, Yellow Jackets will be moving on from Josh Pastner. Just your thoughts on his tenure at Georgia Tech and, and, and kind of the, the state of the program, I guess, if you will, as they search for a new men's basketball coach. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of interesting. When Pastor was hired, he came in with a reputation of being, you know, a really you know, kind of a whiz-bang recruiter and, you know, got you know bring in lots of good talent. And then the question was around his coaching because of what he, you know, kind of what he did at Memphis. And then it's really funny that at Georgia Tech, it's gone completely the opposite of that, that by the end of his tenure, um, the questions are around his recruiting but everybody agrees that he's a really good coach, um, you know, and you, you can see kind of that in his schemes. And and I have to uh, agree with that. And you know, that's that's kind of a, the interesting kind of uh, I guess turn as things have gone. Um, you know, he had some some high points. Uh, that run to the uh, um, to the ACC tournament, you know, two years ago was was you know fantastic and fun to watch. Um, you know, when they made the uh, the NIT finals, um, I think that was in his first or second year. Uh, you know, that was another high point. Um, you know, there, there's, it, it's, it, it, the good news is, is that the program is not in a, like, cellar-dweller state. Um, there's some good, you know, there's some, there's some good pieces to start with, and it's, uh, you know, they haven't performed like, like you would expect. You know, but, 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 but like I said, it's not like they've had, you know, really, really horrible, horrible, horrible seasons. Now, in January of this year, it looked like they were on, on track for one, but uh, they recovered nicely in February and March and had a nice finish to the season. So it still put them kind of, you know, not quite 500, but, uh, you know, kind of approaching that. So programs in an, is in a, in a, a not a, a perfect state by any stretch, um, but it's also not like a complete gut job and rebuild to start over with for whomever comes in after him. And and, and kind of on that note, whoever the next guy is, how I mean, they've got the what did they? I think they call it the tech way, the new collective there. How much is that going to help? Um, it's going to help a lot because, uh, to be perfectly honest, um, you know, I I, I kind of talked a little bit about you know Pastner not being doing a good job of recruiting. Some of that was. That, that George Tech has been a little slow in terms of the basketball program and getting things going on the NIL front. Um, they lost. Uh, I can I can name off uh, some players that went to Clemson, uh, one that went to Miami, another one that went to Ohio State. All of whom would have easily come to Georgia Tech um, had they had you know just even any some kind of a better NIL program. Um, we recently had an interview on Go Jackets that we did um, with um, with uh, Jason uh, Belzer who is the, the uh, CEO of studentathletenil.com, and he's the, basically the, the kind of the, the, the person behind the scenes that's running the new collective, the Techway NIL. Um, and he believes that Georgia Tech's on its way. Uh, they currently have now signed, I think, uh, three players on the, t- on the current team, and the expectation by him was that, that they would have NIL deals in place of some sort for the whole team probably by the end of the summer. So it's not an optimal state from an NIL perspective, but it is improving. Um, there's still lots of work to be done, you know, by the Georgia Tech community to get kind of caught up on some of that. But it is it is a, a better situation than it was, you know, even three months ago. Jonathan Lifeite of GoJackets.com 
joining us here. Uh, I know this is still kind of fresh news, but who do you think some of the candidates might be to, to replace Josh Bassner? Well, we've already kind of uh, begun looking at some of that. Um, I, I mean, there's a few that are kind of, uh, kind of no-brainers um, when you look at, at that. One of them is Pat Kelsey down at College of Charleston. He was at Winthrop previously, just done a, an amazing job everywhere he's been. Um, and then you've got, you know, you start looking around uh, folks that are closer to home. Well, let's look at, uh, you know, Shmi, uh, Amir um, Abdur Rahim, uh, who's up at Kennesaw State right now. Um, he, you know, he, he might be a little too green still, but he's a, a guy that, you know, has certainly done a good job there. He's taken a program that's never finished above 500 and gotten into the NCAA tournament. Another name might be to go back to uh, uh, Ron Hunter, who was at Georgia State and did a really good job there. Um, th- those are three kind of guys. Um, you can also look over maybe even at UAB, um, uh, Kennedy that's there. He was previously, previously at Ole Miss. He, he's done a good job there. So there's a number of guys that are out there, and then I'm sure that there's guys that are flying under the radar uh, that we have you know, no idea uh, you know, that Matt may be talking to. Um, I would say that, that I expect this to be, you know, somewhat of a uh, of a short search, but we'll see how it goes. Jonathan Lifeite joining us here on the program. All right, Jonathan, turning the uh, to, to baseball, uh, off to a good start so far. The Jackets are 11-2. and two. You've got Notre Dame coming to town this weekend. Uh, and I know in the series last week against Georgia, they had some guys banged up. Uh, do you know if any they'll be getting any of those guys back for the Notre Dame series? Uh uh, it's kind of. I think some of them are still kind of day to day. I think Compton will be back, so he'll be one. Um, but they're they're two of their um, their starting pitchers have kind of been. Uh, it's been kind of going back and forth on them. I'm not sure, to be honest with you, what the what the plan is for them and who we'll see this weekend. Um, I just haven't had a chance to kind of check in on on that particular piece. But um, if they can get their st- the the two starters back um, and kind of get that that rotation solidified a bit. Um, I think they'll be in good shape. If they continue to struggle with nagging injuries on the, on the staff, um, the starting pitching is probably where they're the thinnest, which is you know typically the case for for a Georgia Tech team. Um, it, so that'll be that'll be kind of the indicator to watch is is are the starters healthy? Yeah. Well, we know the offense can deliver, so if they can get some starting pitching to back it up. Uh, yeah. I think it could be a really good season. Uh, and you know that's the story every year. So. Yeah. It really is. It really is. Well, I know uh, spring practice is right around the corner, and uh, is there you know compared to the last two or three years, can can you sense a little bit of excitement with spring practice kind of coming around the corner? Well, you know, I, I think everybody's uh, you know it, it's 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 going to be new. It's going to be something different. So yeah, the folks are kind of eager to see what's going going to happen. Um, you know, the interesting thing is is that we just got the schedule and whatnot, and. Uh, Outside of the first practice, they're all going to be closed to the media. So we won't know anything about kind of what what they're doing, how it looks or at all until the spring game on uh, April 15th. Um, we'll get some interviews with coaches and whatnot, and we'll have those for, for everyone. But um, it's really going to uh, it's really going to be up, up in the air. But, you know, getting kind of a, a, a fresh start, um, you know, uh, Brent Keith saying all the right things. I, I think he's, you know, from a from – a, you know, program direction, toughness, physicality are the things that he wants to emphasize, and I think those were things that were lacking, and you know, just fundamentals. And so, I think those are the those are going to be the kind of the, the key points. That plus, you know, offense installation heading into spring, and and then uh, you know they'll go forward. And obviously, quarterback uh, is something that's going to be talked about a lot. Haynes King transferring in 
from Texas A&M, but uh, everything I've heard, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, it sounds like this is going to be a competition. Uh, it will, and uh, um, surprisingly, you know, Pyron uh, injured his knee, but uh, we're being told that he's expecting to take part in the drills in the, in the spring. Um, now, that, that being said, they may very well have the uh, – you know the the red the the proverbial injury uh, jersey on him, the green jersey or whatever that says don't touch him, but he's ex- they're expecting him to uh, to participate. So um, he'll be part of you know Buster Faulkner's offense that they install. Well, looking forward to it. I know uh, some fans are really excited about Brent Key taking over this program and excited to see what they can do in 2023. Hey, Jonathan, we always appreciate the time. Hope you have a great weekend. You too. Talk to you soon. All right, we'll do it uh, again, Jonathan. Life fight. From GoJackets.com, 